but screw you and her. I mean, bro. How about let, that? Let, let's, how about that? Let's be honest. Like, just like I said, if people people judge you if you pull out that black card and they all on your all on your. N-s, but and you can be a piece out, of shit, and you can be a piece of shit that's gonna got rape her in the car later that night like that doesn't mean anything like we're put we're talking about was the date paid for yes or no i i agree there then what, what i'm the saying we talk we're no. talking about what we're, we're, we're talking what we're talking stupid about and is, you're stupid What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop-style podcast. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-hosts, Rozzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's in your mind. Transformers, Rise of the Beast is coming out. Uh, we were just talking about it before we started. I'm excited about it. I go see it tomorrow. I know, you know, we... we we talked about it a little bit last week, but um, I'm super excited about it. I think it's going to be really, really good, man. Um, the kids are super excited. I We have hit the movies every weekend for the last two weeks. This will be three weeks in a row that we went to the movies. So just kind of thinking through that, man, the movie theater is back and it's been packed out and they're hitting numbers and, and everything. So people were talking about the movies were going to be dead post COVID and everything. And um, that was a lie, man. We're back at it and the movie theater is back up. So you know those folks that invested in AMC when it was down, smart move because I think AMC is going to pull through. So that and speaking of investing, uh, your boy Dave Ramsey. I don't know if y'all heard about that, but uh, Dave Ramsey's being sued for a hundred and fifty million dollars. He endorsed a get out of timeshare type of company or whatever told a bunch of people to do it those folks got uh took for their money and so they're suing him for the 150 million dollars in damages because you know he was just endorsing a bad company but go ahead so was he endorsing timeshares or the companies that try to get out of timeshares the the companies that get you out of timeshares and what was happening was they were taking a lot of people's money and not getting them out of the timeshare because you know it, it'll be uh they'll be like oh well send us five thousand dollars six six thousand dollars and you have to do all this paperwork within the next 60 90 days or whatever and if you don't then we keep the five thousand dollars and so a lot of people were doing it wouldn't get the paperwork in or they'd send it in and they'd say well that's not enough send us something else and they just get string them along but never really do anything and then you know just keep the people's five thousand dollars and not get them out of the timeshare so they've got a really good case. He's probably going to lose and have to pay it out. It's a drop in the bucket for him, though. I mean, he's rich on top of rich on top of rich, telling people to cut up credit cards and stuff like that, which folks don't do that. Uh, don't don't be cutting up your credit cards. Uh, if you have a credit card, don't close it because that's going to shorten your credit file. Uh, just keep it. Keep it open if you can keep a zero balance on and keep it open, but don't close that credit card because it's going to hurt your credit score. So. He's telling them to cut it up when they have a zero balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's telling them to cut it up and close it. Like Dave Ramsey is all about cash for everything, and 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 you know I get it for the folks that just don't, can't use credit or whatever. Um, I Most tell people. every yeah, I tell everybody Dave Ramsey is the blocking and tackling of financial management. Right? It's like you gotta you gotta learn how to live within your means. 
Uh, and that's why cash makes sense, right? Uh, same thing with a credit card. I use my credit card for everything, but I pay my credit card off at the end of every month. And if you can't do that, if you're using more than what you can pay off, then you shouldn't be using a credit card. You should be using cash, right? And and so that you can know when to stop. So I get what he's trying to say. It, it definitely works for those folks that just can't keep up with credit, but you just are never going to be able to leverage your money like you want to to get bigger things, to be able to kind of use debt to your advantage, use credit cards so you can get point reward points and, and travel for free with reward points. There's so much more you can do uh, with good financial management with debt, but he teaches no debt whatsoever, yada, yada, yada. And that, that holds people back from actually advancing to higher levels of financial management. But for the, the general masses that, that need it, I get it. it. It makes sense for them. So I'm not completely against Dave Ramsey, but I, I, I don't like it as a financial planner because a lot of people take his advice and won't go to the next step. They'll just stop right there. Yeah. Um, ain't nothing going on, going on up here, man. We just trying to breathe. You know what I mean? Uh, our sky, Blame Canada. Our skies up here looking orange and whatnot, uh, thanks to Canada. Uh, so it, it was looking real bad in New York yesterday, and, and then it came here, and it's just it's just traveling south, man. So, uh, but no, it's serious. Like I've read reports that you need to have a mask on outside because uh, if you inhale enough of it, it can like pierce your lungs. That didn't stop me from seeing people outside jogging or riding their bike and stuff. Like I don't, people really don't listen. I guess or care about the lives. We survived COVID. Yeah, exactly. So. That's all that's going on up here, man. We just trying to breathe, bro. <laughs> no politics. Okay. I mean, are we, are we shut down? Uh, or did we shut down? No, no, no. We uh, we we passed the debt ceiling. That's um, what I wanted to get to. Passed the debt ceiling. Uh, Chris Christie, Mike Pence. Uh, I think we already mentioned Tim Scott. That they jumped in the presidential race officially. Uh, to go against your boy, who also got indicted again. <laughs> uh, he got indicted again. I thought he was about to get indicted. He, they, they... he. I think he. I think it's official now. If I'm not mistaken, I know he announced it, uh, but I didn't see what it was for. To be honest, or did I? Maybe I forgot. But yeah, he, he's indicted again. So many. <laughs> it is a list of things he could be yeah, indicted for. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So my question is kind of political too. So. We'll 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 get to more politics. That's so bad though that he he gets indicted and we don't even notice it or care. That's how yeah. bad his reputation in history is. It's just like, yeah, yeah he got indicted again and keep talking like it's not a big deal <laughs> that a past president's being indicted. Like, I mean, Bill Clinton just got a little head, and we talked about that more than Trump's indictments. Yeah, we talked about Obama's suit. Probably more. We talked about it. Yes. Yes. The man had the audacity yeah, to wear I'm, a tan I'm, suit. Yep. I'm wearing a tan suit uh, on, on Saturday. I got a, uh, a formal event I got to go to for all the scholarship uh, donors at UA. And so I'm going to be down there with the scholarship recipient and all that stuff mingling and hobnobbing. And I'm, ta- I'm wearing tan just, just to stand out. See yeah, what man. happens. Yeah, man. That's not appropriate. Hey, it probably isn't, but man. <laughs> Uh, is it tailored? Is it tailored to you and stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, if when it, that's the first thing I do when I buy a suit is get it tailored. Shout out to Marlena. Um, 
so if you need any type okay. of tailoring, it's yeah, called yeah, just yeah. just in time tailoring. Um, she comes to you, you give her a call. She comes to you. She'll um, measure you, take your suits away. Two three days later, she drops them off back off to you. Awesome! It's the best tailoring uh, that you can find. So if you're in Birmingham area, shout her out. Um, just in time tailoring. She's a beast with uh, custom shoes too. By the way, custom designer shoes. By the way, yep, yep, sneakers. Once again, I want to shout out to all the graduating seniors because we are in graduation season. We just finished up graduations in Houston. I mean, I've I've been to several graduations over the last few weeks and we started having um, young men. I won't call them kids anymore. Start to leave uh, for college as early as Wednesday. So it just made me think about. You know, when we all left for college or left home, like officially for the first time and moved away, you know, uh, so we probably had people praying for us and all that stuff. So praying for all these young men and women who are entering this next stage of their life. You know, do you remember how did you how you guys felt when y'all left home for the first time? I felt good. But until I hit MIPS <laughs> and uh. And the drill sergeant started yelling at me to get on the bus. So <laughs> we you, you went to Meps first. Yeah, you know you go to Montgomery. Meps you go to was Meps. Montgomery. Yeah, you go to Meps and you get on the bus from Meps to your drill. Oh your, yeah, because you had to. Because you have to. You have to in process at no, we Meps. Didn't. Yeah, you go to Meps first. That's the no, first thing you, you have did. to do. No, I went straight from Houston to uh, Jackson. No, you no, you did yeah. because you still had. You you had to because you still were underage. Oh no 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 no! Uh, so basic like, training, AIT, uh, yeah, AIT. I'm talking about. I was thinking basic training. It's first time I left home anyway, so I know that's a little different because we left home in during junior year. But yeah, I, that was I mean, you know you got to think about that's the first time leaving home, even at junior year. Between junior year, you're leaving home for ten weeks, so the whole summer you're gone. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't feel like we went to Jackson. I feel like we went straight to. You might be right. You might be right. Yeah, because that's that's what you do uh, in Meps. You get sworn in. Um, they do all the medical stuff, all that, and and then they send you I off to basic training. You you couldn't do that before then. You you go up you go up to Meps once for like to get your job and all that stuff, and you come back, and then you actually do your in processing. Uh, you go to Meps that last time to leave out. No, that was that was Meps Meps. <laughs> <laughs> or was it? You yeah, that what? was Meps. You're right. Meps. You, no, no, you're right. You're right because that's what I met. Um, yeah, yeah, my yeah, I met my basic training girlfriend at Meps. Yeah, yeah. Usually that's what happens. You're right. Yep. Yeah, I met my basic training girlfriend at Meps. I'm sorry, I stand corrected, sir. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. Uh, but you know, I just remember that. What about you, Buff? So. My when you, my, my leaving home was delayed. Uh, even when I left home, I, I came up here with my aunt, so I didn't leave for I didn't truly leave until I went off to what's equivalent to basic training for y'all for Capitol Police. But you still were like what 24? 23 when I left. Yeah, so I mean, still young. I mean, to be home and then think about That's at twenty three, what you really knew or didn't know, right? right? Yeah. You know, um, to be entering that stage in your life, and then soon thereafter have this uh, this woman follow you. 
<laughs> and uh, have to step up. Like when I left, I ain't have no responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Twenty three, I was the least responsible person you knew. <laughs> um, you you, not too long after you had Tabitha coming behind you and pushing you, I think probably to mature faster. Like there was a certain level of expectation, and you had to mature. Me, not so much. So yeah, maps. You know, basic training. I think that's what it might might have been for us. I don't think it was as difficult because we had like small transitions. You know, junior summer you go off and knew you were going back home because I knew there was there were people who were at basic that cried themselves asleep at night because that was the first time away from home. And but for them, they were leaving home the same way we were leaving from college. You know. Yeah, because they, they were, were going, going to go to AIT and they were going to act to do. They were going to hit a, a duty station. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which for me, I didn't get. I'm like, this is like, I always wanted to go to summer camp. I remember <laughs> growing up in the 80s and they had all those summer camp movies and stuff that seemed so cool that I was too broke to go to. So this was free summer camp and they paid me. Um, so what I was just saying is best of luck to all the young men and women going off to their futures so just not college I'm glad we brought up that to people going off to pursue other degrees other careers other freaking things like the military best of luck we'll be praying for you guys you're the future outside of speaking of the future where's young Sophia she's around here somewhere let me go grab her look Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new Bumble now you got your joke? no <laughs> Sophie we do this every week I need you to be on it. Ah, no. You knew. She literally came in like 15 minutes ago and talked about her joke. <laughs> no. I expect more from you at this point. You're part of the show. Nah. <laughs> you got to prep, Sophie. You know I mean? <laughs> You're pretty much on every week we're on. How many shows I, have we done so far, fellas? It's like almost 100. on 200. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Sophie, you've probably been on 160 shows. Yeah, somewhere around there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can put you can put that on your resume when you go off to college. Part of a podcast, a nationally syndicated podcast, or something like that. Unless your dad gets you canceled. Okay, I got a joke. He had to find it. I have an answer. No, you don't. <laughs> what do you call a snake that's exactly three point fourteen meters long? <laughs> A python. <laughs> I didn't know it had something to do with pie. <laughs> I can't give you guys enough time to uh, figure it out. If you guys figure it out, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. And I didn't kind even of cheating come up. now that you don't give us enough time to think about it. Right. What do you mean it's not cheating? Yeah, I mean, you asked a joke and we don't get a chance to answer. Yeah, if I, if I wait too long, then people get bored. <laughs> I'll take your word for it because I you're you're the you're the you're the uh, resident comedian because um, 
Yeah. We know who's not, who doesn't have the timing down. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going to say any names. Get on, get on. <laughs> All righty. And we're back. Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast where it's question time. And you know what that means? When we hear the questions, you hear the questions. So to all our listeners, especially our Inspire You on Air listeners, hope you're ready for this. I feel like we're about to have a good show. Who's up first? I I can go if y'all want me to. All right. So saw this post going around. Uh, you guys know I love to spark up controversy based off of a social media post. And I said, okay, so how y'all feel about a man taking you out on a date and he pay with a cash app card? Um, and so the comments went into shambles and all that stuff. Um, so I want you guys, you know, we always talk about what guys can't do and everything like that. Uh, I want your, your opinions and thoughts on, um, you know, women or people judging folks off of kind of what debit card they use if they got a chime or you know cash up card or something like that um you know is that is that something to pause about you know um we talk about tv shows a lot on this show you know we talked about the wire game of thrones you know a lot of great shows where sometimes like Game of Thrones, for instance, we, we we consider that a phenomenal show. And then towards the end, it got kind of bad. Right? Yeah. That's what these discussions on social media have turned into. Years ago, I feel like maybe we had some great topics. We had some great discussions. You know, people were catching up with one another for the first time again, reuniting, catching up, having discussions, and it was good. Clearly, we ran out of shit. <laughs> because I don't even know. I don't even know why this is even a, a, a is it considered like an EBT card or something? Like what is so what I I'm lost on this. One. What is so bad about a cash app card? Like help me out on that. What were the comments? That's I'm, a good I'm question. Not yeah, that's a good question. What were the comments? So some of the people were talking about no, they wouldn't date or they'll question it because um, you know that just means that that person's not with a financial institution. So how are they making their money? What are they making their money? You know, if you're using a cash app card, then you might not have a stable job. You know, you might not be financially responsible. Blah 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 blah. So that's what women were saying that if a guy pays with that card, it makes her question like. And so that's why the chick was asking. He was like, if he does that, what you what are you doing? So that's okay, really kind that's, of what what a lot uh, of it was talking about. That's I maybe that's maybe that's a little more fair. Okay, that's fair. Um if it's like a first date and he's paying for the dinner, I still don't see what's your concern if you guys are just getting to know one another. Now, if you're considering like if this is your guy, this is your dude, you guys have cons- uh entered a relationship, then Maybe you want to ask that type of question because uh, I think cash app you only you can only keep so much in there at a time, right? Yeah, it's not like that, a real bank institution. So I I can you know as far as like going forward and having a future, I can see that being like a okay. So 
what's going on with your financial status. But that's the type of stuff you find out during the relationship or during the dating phase or whatever. But the 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 little post that I saw as I scrolled right past it, it just said, I thought it said, like, how do you feel about a guy paying for the dinner? So I just assumed it's just two people. They met somewhere, decided to go out. I don't see why you would have a problem with that. Now, if you think about entering a relationship with this person, then maybe I, I guess I can see that. Maybe I missed the question because I'm still like trying to understand why this is anybody's <laughs> business. It's like me catching an Uber to a first date. Is like, oh, this nigga catching an Uber? Right. He must not have a license. He must not have a car. Right. I don't. I don't. Because because for like she she shouldn't automatically eliminate him because. He may have. She should. He, she should. No, he may have. She should. He may have because an account. he needs to. He needs to avoid her. <laughs> he may have an account <laughs> with a financial institution, but that cash app card may be the card he uses for for dating purposes only. You know what I mean? Like this is what I use for dating. I keep my bills and my savings separate from my dating. You know what I mean? So, but you jump into conclusions and, and, and missed out on a brother. That's exactly <laughs> what I end up where I end up going with this is you know what I'm not even going there it doesn't matter why he could be fiscally responsible and saying hey this is my splurge money it's almost like a gift card where this is the money I take I'm I'm saving to buy a house I'm investing I do this I keep my splurge money it might be my investment it might be money I make off of doing something else Maybe I, I have a business on the side and I use this just to date, you know, because I use my finances for other stuff. I don't I don't think anybody's ever looked at what card I pulled out. Like, is it is it not a card? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. it on the is they, it they may electronic? Have, but I mean, it's no different than somebody pulling out a black card. Somebody pull out an Amex uh, Centurion or somebody pull like it. it it matters to certain people what kind of cards you pull out. Let's let's be honest here, because that like and that's that's so my answer is probably gonna piss some people off because I do understand what she's saying. Like I I don't think she should like cut dude off, but screw you and her. I mean, the bruh, how about let, that? Let, let's, how about that? Let's be honest. Like just like I said, if people people judge you if you pull out that black card and they all on your all on your. But and you could be I a piece out, of shit, and you could be a piece of shit that's gonna got rape her in the car later that night. Like that doesn't mean anything. Like we're put, we're talking about was the date paid for? Yes or no? I, I agree there. What then what I'm the saying, fuck are we talk, we no. talking about what we're, we're, we're talking. We're, what we're she's talking stupid about and is, you're stupid. No, but <laughs> <for> this. <laughs> no, listen, this. listen. The thing about it is, I'm not saying she should cut him off, but just like Byron said, I do think that's something that you should look at, and, and maybe that is a, a conversation to have. I don't know if it's a first date conversation, a second or third date. Maybe you pay attention to it. Does he pay again? Hey, I see that. Let's talk about it. Because when I, I, that's probably the better question then is when does finances come up in a relationship, right? Like at some point we gotta have this conversation, and at, at what point am I gonna bring up yo my guy? Um, do you have a bank account? Like, how do you make your money? Because I see you have a cash up. He might, like you said, he might be an entrepreneur. Yeah, I got a lawn service and most of my people pay me through cash up. Like I pay my lawn guy through cash up, right? So I could definitely see my lawn guy having a cash up debit card and that's where he keeps most of his money because he doesn't want to pay taxes on it, blah, 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 blah. Whatever he wants to do. But the conversation 
probably needs to be had. And I don't know if that's a first date conversation or not, but I, I kind of agree with them looking at that. Like, yo, that's, that's a flag. Now, I am, I'm not saying it's a red flag or a green flag. What I'm saying is that's something we probably need to talk about because as a banker, right? I mean, when we really talk about it as a banker, underserved and underbanked communities use cash app a lot of times right like like folks that can't get a traditional bank accounts because they have charge offs or whatever like they can't get it so they use cash app so from from like for Haley I would tell Haley if a dude's using a cash app card you need to be asking questions baby it I mean it like I think you mentioned that it's a flag like it it's definitely like a if you plan on entering a relationship with that person it is something that you want to at least at some point talk about. It's just like how people say, you know, someone who changes cell phone numbers a lot. Yep. That kind of speaks to some type of instability. Now, is it a guarantee? No, but it's like a, hey, what's what's going on? Is your phone keep getting cut off? Like, what's the, what's the problem? What's the issue? This cash app card, it doesn't necessarily automatically speak to this person not having their finances in order or whatever, but if you're not with a real banking institution, then as far as building the future, like where does that leave you when it comes to trying to get a house or, you know, big purchases like that? So, right. Because you can't show I, income, I, right? I, I, I can understand. Like- I, I understand it. Okay. He <laughs> still know. Still know. <laughs> no, because my thing is, who are you trying to date? Every other dude that she dated before never had a cash app card and she's still on dates. So apparently, whatever those dudes are doing ain't working either. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are or what are you looking for in the people you're dating? You know, we, we there's people with black cards that go bankrupt. There's people with black cards and platinum cards that they're gonna swipe that card and excuse me, sir. Uh, for whatever reason, your card's not going through. Like it, it's get to know that person, see if it whatever the 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 challenge the journey is is worth it yeah you know before you you put this this emphasis on these things that up to now still have not proven good measuring rods for whatever you're seeking you know like that's what always gets me is like you keep saying this is what i'm looking for well you've been looking for that your whole life and you've been getting it and it hasn't worked like i get it yeah um but and it, and if it's your, if it's your first date, that's that should not be your concern. That, that, well, did I, your I, meal I, get I hope, paid for? If right. your meal got I paid hope, for, I hope, <laughs> I hope it didn't work out, and I hope. <laughs> so so he dodged that bullet. So for you don't think if she noticed it? Because again, I'm, I think you mentioned this too. I am curious how she even saw the car, but it, whatever she sees the car, you don't think she should have any like hmm, at all? She could. I mean, did it go through? <laughs> did, or did, did she offer to pay for the date like i don't have a cash app card that's a whole other you know i'm talking about you know I've, we've had conversations about going dutch on the first date you know who pays for the first you so she my i don't have a cash app card but we might have been having a discussion about who's paying for the date you she lucky he ain't even to ask who's paying for the date <laughs> You know, like those are the things I'm talking about. We we don't do we question if she had a cash app card, should he not date her? No, we don't. No, because that's the thing. We we don't question that for women because that that's not an expectation for them. 
next question. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to go or me? <laughs> I'll go because I kind of that was a good question. This though. leads me to that my question. <laughs> so. One thing y'all say all the time is if you don't want to know the truth, don't ask. Don't ask for <laughs> And I'm about to turn over a new leaf, fellas. I, you know, we hear the truth will set you free. Tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. But I don't know if that's right. My question now is, is it always best to tell the truth? Will the truth truthfully, truly set you free? I will say you need a little backstory. Yeah, yeah. Sure. What's the backstory in this? Yeah. So there's situations, you know, like I I find myself in very in depth conversations with people all the time, and especially with women and even men, who a lot of times I feel play the one sided or the victim role, or not even the victim role. They don't want to hear the other side of the argument. You know, there's a lot of, and I'll just talk about women, where it's, you're telling me what men think and tell me what men want. I'm like, no, I'm telling you, I talk to these single men. I'm talking to these married men that you end up dating. And I'm telling you what they're thinking and you're still telling me. And we find ourselves going back and forth. And I realize that, you know what? I just wasted my time. You're, you're, you're no better off. For this conversation, you might even be worse off because now you had to um, come to had to come to terms with a part of the truth that you weren't ready to accept. So, does that kind of yeah? A bit of I, more I, I think so. I, I think like in that situation or in most situations, I think the truth should always be told. I don't know if you have to tell the truth at that instance. Like there is a thing called tact. There's a way that you deliver the message. So it's it's when you deliver the message, right? Um, I was watching a video and a guy was talking about he had a friend that was um, an actor, and she, you know, did a play or whatever. He went to the play. He didn't enjoy the play, uh, and then after she came up to him. And she was all excited and she was like, how did you like the um, play or whatever? And uh, what he said was that I enjoyed seeing you and I loved how you, you know, um, you know, like lit up, yada, yada, yada. He said something truthful, but he didn't give her the full truth at that moment because that wasn't the time for it. He didn't want to deflate her. He didn't want to ruin her night, blah, 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 blah. And what he said is he called her, you know, the next day, a day after and was like, yo, let me give you some constructive criticism. Here's what I felt. I, you know, maybe could change, yada, yada, yada. It's a time and a place to do things. And I think that's the same thing. People try to tell truths when we're arguing, right? And and that is not going to come over like it's supposed to. I mean, so sometimes, like in your situation, Ferg, where you're talking about, sometimes you got to take a time out. Sometimes you got to be like, yo, we can come back to this. Um, because it's not going to be received how I want or I intend for it to be received. Uh, so that's just having tact. That's knowing how to communicate. Uh, but I do think that truth should be truth. You shouldn't be lying just because, baby, do I look fat in this? And if you say, no, you don't look fat, but then she go out and get all kind of looks. Now you messed up because you didn't tell her that she looked fat in it. 
she looks fat in it. Tell her that. Now, again, going back to tact, you don't need to be like, but yeah, baby, you look fat. You be like, yeah, I don't too much like it. It's not that flattering on you. Yada, yada, yada. There's a way to say it without saying, yes, it makes you look fat. Right. But you need to tell her that because if you, if she goes out and it doesn't look good on her and you endorse it at the house, you in just as much trouble, bruh. So you might as well go ahead and get it out right now and let her know change. You don't like that. Uh, great question. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to co-sign with Rosie. Uh Always, always tell the truth. Use tact. I think uh, a lot of times what some people get caught up in though is submitting their unsolicited truth at times, and then they like to categorize themselves as well. I just, I just speak the truth. I just say what's real. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but nobody f-ing asked you, so shut the fuck up. So you don't always have to speak it if you're not asked. But if you're asked, yeah, yeah, tell the truth. Uh, try to give people the best advice. Uh, that's my politically correct answer. Now, my real answer is eh, sometimes it's better. Maybe not. I'm not saying lie, but kind of like your example, Rosie, where the dude just kind of deflected and just found the positive in it. <laughs> Do that. Because sometimes... I don't feel like having a whole discussion. I, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm, I'm in a peaceful state. I don't want to tell you the truth, which is then going to prompt you to say, well, why? What about this? And, and now I got to get in this whole dissertation. I don't feel like it right now. So right now, I'm going to just give you the answer that makes you go away and leave me alone. So sometimes, hell no, I'm not telling you the truth. I'm going to tell you whatever I need to tell you to get you on about your business. Okay, I understand that. And I, I try, and I from a lot of times I just believe like I try not to debate with people if especially they're not ready to receive it. But we we all have daughters, Raz, you got sisters. Question comes up like I can't, I don't know why I can't find a good man. And there's that they they start going off their their dateability resume. They talk about why there's you know why they're a good catch, and you're trying to explain to them because you want to see them happy, right? You want to see them be successful in this dating world. But in their mind, they're, they're still, this is why I'm a catch and this is why I can't find dudes and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, mm, that's not why you can't find dudes. This is, you know, that sounds great. That's awesome. That's a great conversation piece. That's not about to make me pick you. That's not about to make me wife you up. You know, that means nothing to me more than, you know, this means the same. This has the same weight as X, the other one option. So how do you or do you like, you know what? I don't know why you can't find a dude. You know, if they're at you're having a conversation, help me find some single. I need to find, you know, help me with some of your single friends and all something like this is I'm trying to tell you this is what's going on. Um. And I found myself in a situation similar to that. And it's just like, you know what? Uh, I think the person walked away, um, maybe hearing the truth, probably still not believing. And it's not, maybe it's my truth. And it's just an, another something else to consider. Right. But it's walked away, uh, maybe worse off because sometimes that truth hurts. Right. We'd say it all the time. Truth hurts. And I thought about it and it's like, um, I feel like sometimes the lie just the lie needs to be believed. The lie is how you're getting by with your situation. You know, who am I tell who am I to tell you Santa's not real? 
if everybody else is letting you believe Santa is real, maybe I should let you just believe Santa is real and you just go on for the rest of your life believing Santa is real. And I just really had that. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really starting like, you know what? Maybe the hurt that the hurt of the truth isn't worth it. Yeah. Cause I mean, cause she's going to look, she's going to bring up the anecdotal evidence, right? Zion got caught up. Oh girl got him. Right. So why can't I find me a Zion? Uh, it, it's, it's that, I mean, they, they think those unicorns are out there <laughs> and, and they're a unicorn and it's, 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 I'm sorry, baby. You're not a porn star with, you know, you know, three BBLs and, and all of that. Like you're not going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. But I'm just laughing at that whole exchange. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, think about it. her whole exchange. To me, was a like she was talking to herself and trying to believe she needed to believe the lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that whole like. Imagine she had a brother, and he's like, "Babe, you can't be on her saying this. Like this is this is how you look. Yada yada yada. You you lost. You know this 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 and this. In her mind, she needs to believe. There's nothing." Here, most people can tell you that's not going to make you believe the lie. And I guess sometimes people just need to believe the lie. I will say this though, even with people like that, um, as long as they're just not like completely shutting you down, you still can tell those type of people the truth, even if they're not quite ready to receive it or agree with you, because it can be one of those building blocks that. You know, they hear it from you and then they hear it from because most of the time people will seek out validation. They will seek out someone that agrees with them. But if they talk to you and you give them that truth and they talk to Rizzi and they give them the same truth and me the same truth. Sometimes with some people, it'll finally seek in. You know what? Maybe I am. Maybe I am wrong. Now, there are some stubborn people that, you know, 10 people can tell them and they still, it's not going to get through. But. I think Amen. I think for a lot of people it, it eventually gets through because we, we are naturally combative people. So whatever we believe in, a lot of times we want to hold on to it until we're ready to let go. And usually what makes us ready to let go is people that we trust telling us the opposite. And then it finally sinks in. Man, I'm just gonna let people believe in Santa dog. I hear you. <laughs> Especially if you protect your peace, man. Let them. Yeah. Hey, yeah ultimately, man. that's what it Outside is. Outside the like, show, yeah. would I bring the real? Yeah. Outside of the show, I'm going to let people believe in Santa. Yeah, if you want you know that if you like it, yeah. I well, love it. Or, you know, even when protecting your peace, you can, you can give them that truth that one time, but you don't have to go back. It takes two people to argue, right? So you'd be like, well, here it is. And then she's like, but this, this, and this. Like, oh, I gave you, I told okay. you what it is. That's it. I'm done. Like, you know what I'm saying? So what what what's Buff's uh, line? Uh, this is a circular argument. We're going in circles right now. Let's just move yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we talking in circles. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um all right, so I said my question was a little political. Um so last week, maybe a little over a week ago, Chicago passed um an amendment to approve $51 million for asylum seekers and migrants that Ferg State has been sending to their city over the past couple of years. And people showed up a little pissed off about that. They was like, oh, you got $51 million for these migrants and asylum seekers, but we already got homeless people in the city and y'all ain't did shit for them. So, 
people were up in arms about that. I want to know, because, you know, our Statue of Liberty, it has this poem on it. And, you know, a couple of the lines that people like to quote is, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Are you guys America first, where we should take care of our own first, even though I'm talking about a city, but in general, do you feel like you, you feel like Chicago should take care of their own? Should America take care of their own before they take care of, you know, people that cross the border, migrants, asylum seekers and people like that? I think it's balance. I think it's the thing that I, I would say the three of us probably do in our daily lives. Sometimes you you vote or do things that might not be in your best interest because you know that this is going to help somebody else more than you need it. The five dollars you give to the, 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 the homeless guy, you know, like that means more to this person. But at the same time, you still got to take care of your yourself in America. The way I see America is because we're so lopsided on both sides, the the wealthy and the poor. It's like we have money to do more stuff for us and others. I mean, we give like we spend so much money on just, well, national offense is a whole other thing. But I mean, some of these programs that, you know, to have homeless, I feel like I feel like like SPCA and all the, some of these animal things get more money and are, have more funding than helping the homeless. Like, I feel like there's so much more money going to things that not saying that aren't important, but it's like, could this money be used somewhere else? Could we decrease homelessness? You know, um, is are there things that we could help the that benefit everybody? I just feel like we could. It's a balance. It's not. It's not all or nothing. Is that America first and then screw everybody else? What is it? God bless America and no place else. <laughs> Especially if this is what America's was truly founded on. But you know, that's not what America was truly founded on. It sounds good when everybody looks alike. It's a whole nother, <laughs> whole nother subject. Yeah. America was definitely founded on America first and screw everybody else. Um, but I kind of agree. I We're the richest nation in the world by a long shot. And so to say we have to worry about homelessness before we ha- worry about migrants and immigrants and and refugees and everything like that i i i've been broken had nothing in the bank and gave that little dollar at cvs for the little red nose thing um before right like i've i've had no money and given to the five dollars to the homeless guy and that might have been my last five or, or i don't have anything extra in the bank i mean i we we can do it all we can at, at this point I think it really comes down to what are our priorities and and making sure that we are doing something to take care of the homelessness. We're trying to address it. I and a lot of it is we try to treat the symptoms instead of the causes uh, for the most part. And so even though 
we're spending money on homelessness and and putting up short-term housing and shelters and everything like that we're not investing as much into mental health veterans affairs we're not uh, looking at, you know, what are the reasons for this homelessness? Like some of those folks, you know, we can say, oh, there's homeless people out there, but there are a lot of people that want to be homeless and not to say they want to be in their head. Like, oh, I like doing it. It's like they go, they can't get clean. And they end up back on the street, right? Like there's plenty of people helping them. There's been, been plenty of opportunities, but they just kind of end up back on the street constantly. It's like, it's not, you're, you're going to have that. It's not going to be this thing where we never have any homelessness going on right i mean we'd be in a utopia if that happened only time we're going to have that is when everybody has a home uh that they don't pay for uh because again i work really really hard and i'm not going to pay those extra taxes to be putting up those homeless shelters and everything else uh for everybody and they and then i still got to pay for my stuff so i mean the the capitalist in me is still kind of like yeah we i'm not 100 on that socialist train either so i i think we we have to find that balance we're always going to have to find that balance uh, but no i don't think it's america first and you know screw screw the immigrants because a lot of times uh those folks come over here and they make america better they make they're the ones that make america great like that us being able to help them and us being able to bring in those tired huddle masses and and them coming in and the work that they put in i mean you, you talk about florida and how they're pushing all those immigrants out and all those illegals out and now they have food riding on the vines right now because they don't have anybody that can pick it. Uh, you know, that that's literally happening. Uh, so those folks coming over there, they work, they do what they can to help America grow. That's that low, very, very low income, you know, jobs and, and stuff like that is happening and, and it's being filled by those folks. So, I mean, it's we, we need them just as much as they need us. And real quick, I think Americans also... We've we're fortunate enough. We're spoiled. It's like until you go, the average American probably never travel outside of America. And if they do, they usually go to nice resorts and places that people have. You know, in Mexico, the Mexico you see at the resort is not the Mexico these people are running from. The you know go to you know you can go to a nice resort in Jamaica. That's not what all of Jamaica looks like. Rosie and I have been fortunate enough or unfortunate enough to go to war-torn countries and see what real poverty and real like desolation looks like. Those are the things that humble me to be like, dog, it's not that bad. Like, it's really not that bad. Not and not trying to belittle our our poor, our hungry, our tired, our homeless. But we. We're okay. You know, we're okay. Yeah. And, you know, and, like, um, and to piggyback on that with the, the what an actual refugee and a political refugee is, uh, is very different than what people try to paint it out to be. Like when, when you're like, if I stay here, I might die or my kids might die. We might get kidnapped. My ch- my daughter's going to get raped if we stay here. Uh, so, yes, we came to America. We look we seek we're seeking asylum because of that. Like that's that's real. Right. I remember when it was if it was Syria or one of the countries where we were taking in people uh, or maybe um, I can't remember what country. I think it was Syria. I think it was Syria. Yeah. There was this huge uproar about, oh, we shouldn't be taking them in. I'm like, if you only knew what it meant when they say, hey, we got to get out of this country right now or we're going to die like it, it is real. It really is real. 
I had this debate one time with somebody. I'm glad you brought this up. And I'm like, we have people moving to the suburbs because too many black people are moving into the inner city. You know, like there was a there was a white flight because there was too many blacks. Ain't no bombs. Ain't nothing. We're talking about just relocating, taking your kids out of the school because it's too, you know, it looks too ethnic. Because you don't feel safe enough. And we're talking about people who are being rocketed, who are being, you know, executed, extortion, like the fact that your kids may be taken from you. And, you know, we're talking about your daughter might be raped. Your son might be taken from you and forced to join uh, some military organization, some guerrilla organization. Like, and you're telling me you would not leave and hope that there's enough humanity out there to give you some kind of assistance? Because a lot of these uh, political refugees are just like us. It's not, you know, I don't know why they just assume that these people are poor and all this stuff. It's just think about it. if we had to leave America, and you had to go someplace outside of America. Where would you go? Mm-hmm. Who do you know? Like, oh, man, my, my whole family has to leave America. America had to just pick up and go. Where the hell would you go? Rizzi, you might have some family in uh, Sicily that might take y'all in. We're stuck. I don't know where we're going. So yeah. Uh, so I like the balance part of y'all answers, but I will say, uh, for me, it is America first, but it shouldn't be America only. Like you know, in the case of Chicago, they should be taking care of their homeless, and then finding a way to take care because you call yourselves a sanctuary city. So you that means you welcome migrants, you you welcome asylum seekers. So take care of them as well. But for the people that were protesting at this uh, hearing, my question to them was, is have you been speaking out about the homelessness before this pass? Because if not, then you're just using you. You're doing exactly what other people do when they bring up, you know, black on black crime or crime statistics and they use Chicago as as the whipping boy and all that stuff. Like you're just you're raising you're raising hell because because of this you don't really care about homelessness you're just using it to combat this 51 million that's been passed for them. The truth of the matter is we don't care about homeless. Matter of fact, we don't even look at homeless people as people. They're 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 either an eyesore in 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 tourist spots that we want removed, or they they're committing p- petty crimes and things like that to where we need to do something about it. They don't vote, so they so politicians don't really care about them, and, and most citizens don't care about them other than they want them removed from whatever restaurant they want to go to or tourist place they want to go to or their neighborhood in the cases of San Francisco and, and L.A. So nobody really cares about these people because nobody even looks at them as people. So for these people to go and raise all this concern about homeless people, I need to see receipts on them doing this long before this 51 million was passed. Otherwise, I got to call cap on the whole argument. Facts. Oh, we we sound so hip. Facts. <laughs> Period. As Katie would say. Oh. Well, <laughs> man, yeah, that's, that's 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 all I got. Man, they was they was heated too. They was. Like police had the police had to break up some people. They was getting pissed. I mean, and sometimes your natural reaction, I get it, the natural reaction, but then sometimes you have to sit back and think about it. You know, 
it doesn't sound good, but then you're just like, yeah, I get it. Where else can it go? What else is going to happen? You know, your your self-preservation is just it's, it's 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 a human trait. But then after you sit down and you're like, okay, how's this really going to change my world, my life? For most of them, they won't even know the impact. They won't see the impact. With that being said, uh, fellas, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Let's do our closing shot. Pardon shots, excuse me. Only thing I got, man, um, is is again thoughts and prayers. We gotta throw it out there uh, once again. We had uh, a young man and his father die in a mass sh- incident, shooting incident, uh, but two, only two people died. Uh, him and his father, right after graduation. And going back to media, I, I like how people are actually starting to, to in, on social media saying that hey, we want to only share the graduation picture, right? Uh, because uh, initially it was kind of they were thinking it might have been gang related or whatever the guy was having beef with the other guy and uh, so that's why you know the shooter came and, and, and shot up the place after graduation or whatever and people were like it doesn't really matter right it, it like let, let's let's not try to defile the kid's memory the kid went through he worked through high school he graduated uh, it was a proud moment for him. You never know. That kid might have been on the right path, getting on the right path just by this graduation thing. And and his life was cut short based on that. So, um, you know, let's let's do what we should be doing and and let him be a victim because he was a victim, no matter what his history was in that situation. Uh, and the shooter is the shooter and, and he, he's the, the uh, negative party in it. So thoughts and prayers out to them. And, and people, like we always say, just go hug your babies. Hug them. Love them. You know, uh, I, I've that, that's the last place I can think of that I naively thought would be safe. You know, graduation is supposed to be a happy moment. We already know elementary schools, middle schools, high schools, colleges are not safe. We know funerals are not safe. We know shopping malls, grocery stores, churches none of of those are safe so this right here just took out the last like I say naively that's crazy you know yeah right there's no it's like safe haven bingo yeah it's like where can where where should I be safe okay hospitals name it every place has been I think this is the first graduation shooting I've heard yeah yeah. So you know, so yeah. Usually that, it's like that, the after party, right? The graduation after party right. might have a shooting, but the actual graduation is rare. It's, it's it's terrible, man. I got a I got a few things. Uh, Ferg mentioned uh, inspire you at the top of the show. I just want to uh, shout out them again. Inspire you on air. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you tell people to download the app for free. Check us out every Monday, 10 p.m. Central, 11 Eastern. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my daughter, uh, Jasmine, who is getting ready to graduate from the eighth grade. But this past this week, she received an award for her art. So I'm extremely um, proud of her. It was an invitation only award ceremony, too. So it's not like all the eighth graders and seven. Like it was only by invitation. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I was I was very, very, very proud of her, man. Um Father's Day is coming up, ladies. And once again, I'm seeing too many of y'all make those posts. Fellas, 
What's a good gift for Father's Day? You you act like it's so difficult to shop for men. Yet all year I hear y'all say how easy it is to please men. But apparently when it comes to buying us gifts for Father's Day, you're all out of ideas. Let's get it together, ladies. Uh, and It's pleasing on a budget. <laughs> and, the, and the last thing I got, and I won't go into too many details because I don't want to be messy, but I'm going to just say Mobile, get it together. The, the, the post I've seen this week with, 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 with chefs and restaurants, come on, man. Let's get it together, man. Let's do better. So two things. First of all, I want to um, kind of go back to what Rosie was saying. And the gentleman's young name, the young gentleman's name was um, there was a high school senior in Virginia, Huguenot High School. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. If not, I apologize. Sean Jackson, 18, and his father, Renzo Smith, 36, were gone down. Um like Rosie said, it was uh, some kids who knew each other, and it was a targeted attack. He shot into the crowd, went to the graduation, shot into the crowd, and went went to the graduation, went to his car, came back, and shot the guy and his dad, shot into the crowd. Several people were injured. I think five or six were injured. Um, even the nine-year-old daughter had to, or sister, um got injured running. I think she hit got hit by a car or something like that. It's it's just crazy. And it's just once again completes the safe haven bingo. But with that being said, I wanted to um yes, I want to give a shout out to my line brother Donovan who did an article, well multiple articles in the Charleston Grit one of which is called The Beauty of Friendship. He also has one of called The Beauty of Friendship in Pictures, um, where he tackles life, loss, love, and the value of friends in a moving tribute to our fraternity brother and line brother passing away. So I just shared that with you guys. Um, one of the quotes they took away was a quintessential 17, a unified body of men brought together by fraternity and bonded through friendship was now a single body with only 16 moving parts. Um, and it talks about the loss. It talks about our friendship, the loss of our line brother and the journey we went through together up until um, his service and our time in Detroit together. So he has that article beautifully written talk it tackles um a lot of the tough subjects we've dealt with with each other and him and how we've been a part of each other's lives and i will share that article and hopefully rise again posted that in the related article with the pictures uh that we shared that weekend so once again shout out to my line brother donovan snipe beautiful article i was proud and almost brought to tears when reading it um, just very touching. So with that being said, three brothers, no sense. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week. <laughs>